We are on item 15, Mr. Tree. Sounds great. Um, you know, I just wanted to acknowledge uh, certainly um, what Washington did in regard to arches and providing that $1.2 billion for arches and uh, what that really means to Metro. Metro's a founding partner with arches, and the goal of arches is really to uh, produce uh, through infrastructure, bringing people together, green hydrogen, which was a key to us going down a hydrogen route. We'd be doing our part by operating hydrogen buses with no tailpipe, but the industry was needing to catch up with the production of green hydrogen. And so this affords that opportunity. The business plan with Arches was to deliver to its members $5 a kilogram for hydrogen. And uh, just to give you an idea, right now, if you were to secure a contract in the marketplace for hydrogen, it'd be about $9 a kilogram. So their goal cuts in half your fuel bill. And uh, so that's an important component moving forward with your zero emission plan. And uh, I, uh, you know, I've been asking the question when, right, and the details, and, and they're not quite out yet. They're not quite flushed out yet. Uh, Arches actually asked for $1.5 They were given $1.2, and so there's an ongoing negotiation right now uh, with the CEO of Arches and the federal government as to how to uh, get their budget, what that looks like at the $1.2 billion level. But more information to come, and uh, that certainly was an extraordinary investment for California and for Metro. Um, you might have seen the three articulated buses uh, that are up in, uh, up in the Santa Cruz area working and getting students onto the UCSC campus. They've got the big red uh, San Diego Metro logo on them. It doesn't say San Diego Metro, but it's certainly flying their colors. And those are getting wrapped this weekend, and the wraps are amazing and stunning. Uh, I won't even say what they are. I'll just let you see them as they're, they're introduced next week if you get a chance to be out and about. Uh, three additional Arctic buses are delivered, will be delivered today. So you'll have a total of six in really good condition. Uh, they'll be wrapped soon, and then an additional three articulated buses should be coming in the next week or two. So that gives your articulated fleet nine from San Diego, and then there's two remaining buses that we had in our fleet of four articulated buses that are uh, in good condition and that we're still operating. So long story short, um, you know, we're, although we're capturing um, when we leave students behind on these busy routes, uh, they have been much less frequent than last semester based on the the, um, the buses that you're running based on the additional operators that you've been able to bring on board. And uh, I see uh, Anna Marie uh, here, as well as Daniel Zaragoza. They're leading our operations right now, and they're just doing a fantastic job of sensing when uh, there's going to be a problem with students being left behind and immediately deploying extra buses to the route to, to get them where they're going as, quick as quickly as we can. Um, I do want to uh, acknowledge that phase two is uh, the community gives us responses, their comments to it. It becomes baked and then delivered to you for consideration would require an additional 12 buses, 12 40-foot buses. And Riverside Transit Agency, I think I've mentioned in the past, is willing to provide us up to 15 
40-foot uh, buses for that purpose. And these are buses that are, that are about at their midpoint in life. So they'll be uh, easy to maintain or easier to maintain than something that uh, certainly is ready to be retired. So that's moving along well. Uh, over the last week, you've taken delivery of seven Paracruise vans. So you'll recall Ford canceled our order after waiting for like a year and a half for the vehicles and the board authorized a, a subsequent reorder. And uh, so those have been delivered and that'll be great uh, for Paracruise and for your uh, disabled population that can access that fixed route system. Um, you heard from Eduardo and in, in the recruitment, I mean, uh, the agency is just doing amazing things in regard to the recruitment, and uh, Eduardo's been a fantastic uh, ambassador for the agency as he's been out and about and uh, looking for underemployed and those uh, with lots of talent to bring into the agency. Um, in regard to ridership-wise, um, just want to give you a couple of statistics to give you a feel for where your ridership is going on your fixed route. Uh, overall, uh, year over year, it's up 15% this year over last year in the same time period. Uh, the students at UCSC, you have a 30% ridership increase uh, the first week of the semester over the previous semester. So that's a really positive trend. Uh, and uh, again, the students cruise free is consistently up over 400% in the ridership with, with that program. So. Overall, things are getting busier on Metro, and that's great. I, I get around and I see the operators, and it's what they love to do is carry people. And so I think there's a good positive, you know, vibe with the operators and what they're, what they're doing. Uh, I just had one last uh, point to make, and then, uh, and then I'll conclude my comments. Uh, we recently received a phone call from AMBAG, and I know that uh, I think Kristen Brown, Board Member Brown, sits on AMBAG, as well as Director Koenig and also uh, Mayor Montesino, and they uh, recently uh, notified us that the AMBAG Board at their next meeting would be uh, considering and, and hopefully approving its uh, staff recommendation, a $2 million award for your housing project in Watsonville. And I know Director Koenig in particular paid uh, a lot of uh, attention to what was going on there with that project and with that funding opportunity. So uh, lots of thanks to, to him in his efforts uh, towards that. And uh, so as, uh, as you get your AMBAC packet uh, next time around, uh, there should be that $2 million award, or uh, yeah, $2 million award for, for the Watsonville Housing Project to, uh, to consider there. So uh, excitement in that project, that brings that project to nearly $12 million in Metro money, and that'll be complemented with uh, MidPen and their uh, financing of the project. So that project could see a groundbreaking in the near future. And then the only uh, other project Project, although we're watching the Capitola project with the mall, hoping that at some point that gets revived with some housing components, you, you definitely have a seat at the table with your transit center there. But um, the other project, obviously, that we've been working on behind the scenes, and I'll bring to you information in the near future, is, uh, of course, your project in the county at uh, SoCal and Highway 1, about 60 housing units in conjunction with a Paracruise facility. So... Um, That'll conclude the, the comments, but would be happy to answer any questions you have. Thank you so much. Questions or comments from directors? Lots going on. I'm happy to answer. Yeah. Yeah. 
When do you sleep, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for those updates. Thank you so much for all the amazing work that you and everyone at the Metro is doing. Um, it's, it's shows, so we really appreciate it. Awesome. Um, if there aren't other questions and comments, we will adjourn this meeting. Our next meeting is Friday, November 17th at 9 a.m. at the Capitola City Council Chambers at 420 Capitola Avenue. Okay. Thank you.